Welcome to English in 10 Minutes, real, unscripted English conversations about people, places, and their stories. After you listen to the episode, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com. Today, Wendy and I are coming to you once again from Zimbabwe. We are in the town of Victoria Falls, which is obviously next to the very famous Victoria Falls waterfall. And so we're going to see that tomorrow for the first time. Um, But we actually arrived here today by train. And it's not often that you get to take trains in sub-Saharan Africa. And we like train travel. But in fact, we realized a few weeks ago that we had never taken a train in sub-Saharan Africa, even on our previous two major trips here. Yeah, we've been to quite a few African countries. We've spent quite a lot of time on the continent, but we had never taken a train, taken lots of buses and lots of minibuses and backs of pickup trucks and all different kinds of transport, but never a train. But now we've taken two, and so we can tell you a little bit about travel, train travel in Africa. And so this train that we took last night was quite interesting. It was an overnight train from Bulawayo, which is the second largest city uh, in Zimbabwe. And you have the option, you could take a bus and it's supposed to take about six hours to get to Victoria Falls, or you can take this overnight train. So it's a lot longer, but it's a train and trains are more romantic. Mm -hmm. And it's just, I don't know, it's a way to travel that we find more interesting. And it gives you a little bit more variety instead of just another bus, um, Mm -hmm. like you mentioned. I particularly love overnight trains as well. I really love sleeping in the train, and it had been a long time since we have done that. I was trying to remember when the last time was. I think it was probably in China, which would have been nine years ago, something like that. We used to travel by overnight train a lot when we traveled in India, and that's most of my memories of overnight train travel come from India. And I really love... um, being kind of rocked to sleep by the motion of the train and there's something about it that is just very appealing so and also you get free accommodation so (laughs) when you're traveling on a budget particularly this train was really good value I have to say it was the cheapest accommodation that we've had on our trip so far normally we've been paying something like $40 for a hotel room and the train ticket was only $12 per person so uh, we had A double room for $24 plus the train trip. Right. So a double room. We might have to explain that a little (laughs) bit more. So it was a cabin Mm -hmm. which had two bunk beds and just for ourselves. And so we got a first class ticket, which we would never do in Europe on a train. But uh, the first class ticket was $12. The second class ticket was $10. And with the $10 ticket, you just get a seat. Mm -hmm. And with the $12 ticket, you get a sleeper berth. And some of these were in cabins of four bunks, um, but we were able to get a cabin of two bunks. It was very small, but it was a cute little uh, place to spend the night. Yeah, I really liked it. When we first arrived on the platform, it was quite confusing to figure out, you know, which uh, car we were supposed to be in. There was no one around to ask. And we got into the train and it was completely dark. There were no lights. So 
yeah, it was a little bit disconcerting at first. And because there were no lights, we couldn't really see what the what the cabin was like, and it felt a bit scary. But once we settled in, then, yeah, it was quite comfortable. It was nice to have our own private area um, where we, could, we had a table that we could pull out and eat the food that we had brought with us. And then, you know, we each had our own birth I took the the top birth and you took the the lower birth and so we could spread out and sleep for the night and I thought it was great so the train was supposed to leave at 7 30 it actually left at 10 30 mm-hmm. at night so there was a three hour delay from the beginning and we'd heard that there are uh, very often delays on this train but we thought okay it doesn't matter as long as we arrive the next day that that's all fine. So I was actually already asleep by the time we started moving because in Africa we tend to go to sleep early and wake up early. So we started moving at 10.30. It was a little bit difficult to sleep while we were moving because yeah. it was quite rocky for a train ride. Yeah, it was. That's true. Um, I know I said that I enjoyed being rocked to sleep, but yeah, it was maybe a bit bumpier than <laughs> other trains, if that's possible. Um, but I still enjoyed the experience, even though I didn't get a great night's sleep. Um, I was really happy to be on the train. And the real bonus of this train is that by the time it got light, and again, it gets light very early around 5.30 or 6, we were actually traveling through a national park on the train. Yeah. And so we had a little mini safari out of our window because we saw elephants. We did. We saw two types of antelope. Mm-hmm. Impala uh, and I believe kudu. I believe the other one was a kudu. I think during a time when you were taking a little nap, I saw some baboons from the train as well. And so that was great. You don't usually get to see elephants from your train window. No, that has never happened before. I'm not sure that it will ever have that experience again, but it was pretty magical. And it's quite a large park, so for several hours we were traveling through this park and and it, it's really interesting that they laid track where they did uh, and you just look out onto the bush it's very nice African bush scenery and then yeah occasionally you get to see a, a herd of elephants and in fact the park has the highest population of elephants uh, in the world I believe so yeah and so there are about 40,000 elephants in the park we saw eight of them I think so <laughs> but that was enough for us so that was a, a great bonus as we said Yeah, and so these were the areas that we were traveling through were not heavily populated with humans at all. It it was really just traveling through the bush. So whereas normally you might expect to find uh, people coming up to the train trying to sell you things at each stop, you didn't have that uh, on this particular train ride. It was really just the nature that we were seeing. Right, and so that's quite a contrast with the previous train ride that we took a few weeks ago in Mozambique. And that was also really interesting for its own reasons. Um, It was a train from Nampula, which is a a fairly large city, to Kwamba, which is a town close-ish to the border with Malawi, and that's the direction we were going in anyway, and so we thought, okay, let's take this train. And so the train left at 4 o'clock in the morning, Mm -hmm. which is the time that all long-distance travel in Mozambique leaves, which is very frustrating, and it was never explained to us in in an adequate way why this happens. But we had to wake up at about 3 a.m., to get this train. It was actually the second day in a row that we had woken up at that time to get transportation. And so we bought the ticket the day before. They told us to arrive at 3.30. And so we did that and they were already, it was nearly full already with local people. So I'm not sure what time they started arriving, Mm -hmm. but it must have been a fair bit earlier than that. And again, this is a train that had no lights. Mm -hmm. It was quite a modern train actually, but it didn't have lights or the lights weren't working. And so everybody was just kind of sitting in the dark waiting for the train to go. 
Um, and so we found seats for ourselves. And then just before it was about to leave, one of the uh, conductors or one of the people who works for the train got up and stood in the aisle and gave all these instructions or all these rules for the train. And so it was quite surreal listening to these rules in the dark with everybody else. And some of them were quite interesting rules. Well, yeah, some of them didn't make that much sense at the time. Like he was talking about sugarcane and saying that it's not allowed to eat sugarcane in the train. And we didn't understand why that would be a rule. And then later, like an hour or two into the journey, we saw all of these people coming up to the train when we stopped and selling sugarcane. And there were lots of people inside the train that did actually buy the sugarcane. I don't know if they ate it while they were in the train because I think that was the rule. I think it was okay to buy it and then, you know, put it away. You just couldn't eat it while you were on the train. Yeah, and so I think the interesting thing about this train was that it began in a very orderly way with these rules. Everybody was seated, quite a modern train, as I said, and then as the hours went by, it kind of gradually descended into a more typical African transport experience, which is that lots of new people started to get on. They were standing in the aisles. The aisles were packed. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, the, the rules didn't matter anymore because a lot of these people hadn't heard the rules. And then, like you said, there were all these people at the window selling food and other things. And as always on African transport, people seem to have these huge bags full of things. I remember the guy sitting opposite us was buying just huge bags of food at every stop. He bought so much, yeah. He bought a huge bag of cassava at one stop, onions at another stop, and he seemed to know exactly where the best stop was for the different items that he wanted. Yeah, I guess, you know, it was a way of buying wholesale produce at discounted prices, and it's probably, you know, good fresh produce because you're getting it right from the source. It's the farmers who are coming up to the train and selling uh, the goods, that, the produce that they've actually um, raised themselves. So I have no idea how he got all of that stuff off the train because he bought so many bags of food. Yeah, for sure. And so that was our first experience on a train in the sub-Saharan Africa. No elephants on that train, but then we got the nice <laughs> elephant experience last night seeing them on our second train. Thanks for listening to English in 10 Minutes. To download a worksheet for this episode, including the most useful vocabulary and a full transcript of the conversation, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com.